Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode, edition, chapter. Help me out here, Johnny G. Okay, he's giving me the blank stare. He says, I wasn't ready for you yet because you usually talk for another minute. So, yeah, um, of the Ed Hallback Show, that's E-D-H-A-L-B-A-C-H.com. You can find all my platforms there, but if you're listening to this, you've already found my platform. You can email me, ed at edhallback.com, and I will uh, respond. Be nice, be gentle, constructive criticism as well, but I have thin skin, so look out. So today, uh, I don't have Z in the... the, uh, the studio and I asked Johnny by the way Johnny welcome welcome to the studio. thank you thank you you caught me off guard there I was still thinking about beer I didn't know I'd answer a oh, question it, so it's fast. hot enough today for a two beer podcast I know but you got to drive home yeah oh I, I guess I could give you a right because I'm hydrated with water and uh, that's the way I roll these hot days not saying I may not have one tonight while I burn something on the grill so okay back to business today so no Z because I understand he needs a bath and, and because it's so hot. He and, stinks, yeah. I'm just too lazy. I didn't give him a bath today. Uh, I don't have a problem with him not showing up. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> Debugger, I don't think she's going to make an appearance, but I heard she's in town. So anyway, today, Johnny G and I were talking off the record. We've each had the red lights flash in our rearview mirror and had to pull over a few times. So we're going to tell you a couple stories about that. In fact, when he got to the studio, he says, have you ever been arrested? Well, I've never been cuffed by a police officer, but uh, yeah, I've been arrested. Uh, It was in Hannibal, Missouri, you know, Tom Sawyer, Huck Finn, Mark Twain, all those guys, which I just went through Hannibal the other week coming back from St. Louis on a business trip, and I thought of that. I was at a way station. I was hauling plants. This was probably 30-plus years ago, and uh, yeah, 30-plus, maybe 40, and uh, I got pulled over at a way station, and I didn't have the correct papers because I didn't usually drive a truck. I had a car to go see my clients for the company I was working with. So uh, they loaded everybody in these 15 passenger, I call them church vans, because they usually say what church they're from. They hauled everybody in. We had a wait in a waiting cell. It was not locked. It had all kinds of makeshift guns and drug paraphernalia and everything else hanging on the wall from, as an old river town, what they have confiscated from people going way back. And I'm not going to say what year because I don't remember, but it was a long time ago when the riverboats were king on the Mississippi. So anyway, I had to wait and sit there till till things come. And uh, the judge, the bailiff called me in and I went in front of the judge and he said I didn't have the right papers. I said that and I told my story and it was 50 bucks. So you know how long ago it was because I don't think much happens for 50 bucks in the court systems anymore. But that's my, uh, that's my story of when I was arrested. So I spent uh, probably 45 minutes in jail. Did you make any prison buddies or get to exchange cigarettes or anything like that? Fun I stuff? don't smoke, no? and uh, I wasn't offered any. And What the heck? Well, hi, oh. Mr. Ann. 
Debug, you know, in the in, in the beginning of the show, I says, well, debugger, who knows when she shows up? Well, hey, you know, I was riding by. I'm in town for two weeks because of the 4th of July because I heard that Clear Lake has the best time on the 4th of July. And then I spotted China G's car and I thought, I got to see him. But you know what? You got a swimming pool out there. And I thought, I think I'm going to go for a dip in the pool. And all your neighbors said, debugger, come on in, take a dip in the pool. But I thought, it took me about an hour to put on my sunscreen because I don't want to get a sunburn. And I'm thinking, Johnna G, you need to wear a little more sunscreen because every time I see you, your face is all red, and I'm thinking... Magenta. <laughs> what the hell, Johnny G? You need to wear your sunscreen. So do you have that monkey here today? No, no, he didn't make it today, Dean. He, was, uh, he needed a bath. I'm uh, too lazy to give him a bath. Well, thank God, because I don't want to catch the monkey pox. Oh, yeah, that's a thing, I guess. Um, I don't know. No, I gotta research that. Maybe we should have disinfected you before you came in. Well, you know, I got the coronavirus from drinking too many Coronas. You knew that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's a thing. Okay, well, I don't want to get no monkeypox. But since he ain't here, I'm gonna let you go. You know, it's really windy out there today. Oh, all right. Like the heat index is like a hundred and two degrees. Well, since you walked in here, it's gotten a lot higher. Yeah, and and Johnny G is. Uh, Crimson red. I kind of notice it kind of sweating a little bit there, John and G. It's a uh, it's a uh, condition I have. Yes, uh, <laughs> oh, that's I'm, I'm not used to this attention from such an attractive young woman. Oh well, I'm sorry to hear that 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 you got some condition. I got a lot of conditions too, but you know what? I probably better get out of here. I'm going back to the pool. You should come on over because there's lots of action going on at the pool. Over oh there. my, I'm sure. Everybody just keeps staring at me and I'm thinking, what the hell are you looking at? Well, that's an interesting swimsuit. Well, it's a little bit of a swimsuit, I guess you'd call okay. it. I, I wasn't sure if it was that or if you were going to star in a little reproduction of a little Abner. Well, I have lots of different swimsuits. You come on over and I, you can see another one. Whew. All oh. right, all right. Well, we, oh, oh, dear, you're a grabby little. Oh, oh. Oh, I better get out of here. I'm gonna get in trouble. Right, yeah. I think I think Mrs. Hallback's calling you upstairs. I think she needs you upstairs. Yeah, I better go. Well, we'll see you soon. All right. See you, D. Thank I'll you, D. See you next time. Bye, bye, John and G. Mr. Woo. <laughs> <sighs> I didn't expect that. Me neither. I thought, who is pounding at the door? Remind me to call the locksmith. Make a note. That we're we got to change that because. She got into the outer office somehow. He's all handsy there. She's like that's one of those statues I saw in India with all the arms and hands and That's that's our friend D Bugger. Going for my car keys or something. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> Pick my pocket or wallet or something. Uh, oh, I'm in, still in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Am I as red as I feel? <laughs> oh yeah. Crimson. All right. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. It's, yeah. So where were we? I'm, I'm, I just Lost. <laughs> Wipe the sweat off your. Off I know your I got the Nixon sweat. Lip. I got the Nixon sweat going here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. I'm not a crook. Yeah. All right. So anyway, Hannibal, Missouri. I must have told that story because I checked it off my notes. And no prison sex or exchange of cigarettes for money. Nothing no. Like that. Okay. No, I don't smoke and I don't have sex with inmates. Okay. 
Okay, so then uh, one day my wife and I were headed to church. Sunday morning, get pulled over for speeding. And a cop comes up to me and says, are you in a hurry? I think that's what they always say. They always say it to me. Are you in a hurry? Yeah, we're late for church. Well, you know, where are you going? I told him, blah, blah, blah. And I says, you're not going to write me up for being late for church. Okay, if I was speeding, fine. But I said, I'll tell you what, I'll match the 20 you give me and we'll th I'll throw it in the basket. He goes, get out of here, you're late for church. Quick story, that's the way it went down. You're enthusiastic about your religion. Why wouldn't I be? Uh, I think I stumped in there. I'm still frustrated from Oh, man, man. So are we going tit for tat here? I tell a story, you tell a story. Mine's, I'm, the last time I was pulled over was June of 2000. Oh my gosh, that's almost, that's two decades ago. Yeah, I, I, we were, I was taking my boys on vacation. Do you still drive? I mean, the, the odds of you getting pulled over are pretty slim. Maybe, do you still drive? Well, maybe you don't drive because it's been 20 years, and who goes 20 years without getting pulled over? Well, me. But it was, uh, I was entering, it was here in Iowa. At the time, I was living in Minnesota, and I was driving through Iowa, and I was about to enter a road construction zone where the speed limit was 65. I got pulled over for 67. Well, he broke the law by two miles an hour. Two miles an hour, but he did not write me a ticket. Uh, my teenage boys got a huge charge out of it. Oh, it, yeah. It was quite amusing to them. But that's the last time, yeah, 20 years ago. Wow. I, I, I'm, the last time I got stopped was... I'm thinking four or five years ago, I was driving back from a show in Navy Pier, and it was late at night, and I thought, I'm too cheap to buy a hotel room, I can power this home. And I get back to town here, and I was going 45 and a 35 at 1.04 a.m. in the morning. And he pulls me over, but he waited, at least till I went six blocks from where he was sitting because oh, I wow. saw him and I thought, what, what the heck? So he, you know, he's he's got the flashlight going like crazy. And he goes, you know, license, uh, insurance card, everything else, please. Okay, okay, okay. Where are you coming from? You made you drove that tonight? I said, yeah. And he, he's, he's looking in my car and the cup holders, there was a McDonald's thing, there were a couple cup of coffee things stuck in there. There, there was probably a couple fast food things, because that's a six hour drive from Navy Pier to Clear Lake, Iowa. And I've done it quite a few times in my life. So, um, yeah, he ended up letting me go, and uh, which I've been let go plenty of times for being pulled over, but yeah, just saying. Just saying. My other story. You only have one more. I got more. Yeah, then, well, then we'll just have to finish out the show with your stories. All right. I was in high school. 25 years ago? No. 40. Oh, my. Plus. And we uh, went to the drive-in theater, took mm -hmm. my dad's 
1966 Ford Fairlane station wagon. Oh boy, you packed them in, or was it just you and a young lady? No, a bunch of guys. I, yeah, yeah, whatever. I grew up a geeky young man. Strangely, now he's a geeky old adult. That's not really a dramatic transformation. But we had a bunch of beer. I know it's probably hard for you to imagine me drinking beer at that age. And on the way home from the drive-in, driving along, and, and the, the tire, one of the tires just went crazy, like wobbling on my dad's car. Yeah, you pour beer on the tire to get it drunk so it wobbled? No, no, no it was, uh, he had tires rotated earlier in the day, and one of the technicians did not have, maybe had one lug nut. Was I'm sorry, they didn't call mechanics technicians 40 plus tire years guy, ago. Tire guy, whatever you call them. They were mechanics. So we we stopped and we we're trying to. Our idea was to take one lug nut off the remaining three wheels and just use that to get us home. Wow! So we're my my one friend's into his routine, and uh, a sheriff I think comes up behind us, helps us out. I mean, we're trying to do this in the dark. What? None of us had lights. Oh, so wait till I tell you about the new flashlight I just got. But anyway, anyway, go ahead. So he's he's shining the light. My friend's trying to get the uh, lug nut wrench going, and a beer can falls out of his vest pocket. He just picks it up, puts it in his pocket, keeps on going. Yeah, why draw attention to yourself, right? Yeah. Clink, clink. And uh, we all thought, we're dead. <laughs> but put it in his pocket, put the tire on. Thank you, sir. And away we went. Did you tip him? think so. Oh, okay. Is it proper well, to tip a sheriff? No, I don't know if it oh. is, but I was driving once in the middle of the night because I was running my plant route probably 26, 27 years ago, and I would deliver to these other flower shops during the night. I had a key for them, and that way I could spend my days uh, doing other things that needed to be done, okay? So I get down the road and I kind of made friends, believe it or not, with a guy who was the manager of a Krispy Kreme donut store. Yeah, Krispy Kreme, I loved them. Of course, now I, I don't eat them, but they were delicious. So I had, and people were doing favors for me and my wife at the time. So the easiest way to pay them back, because they wouldn't want to take anything, was throw a dozen donuts in their car. So I think I had six or eight boxes, a dozen assorted donuts in my car. And it's foggy out. I'm not paying attention to the speedometer. I am driving focused so no deer would run out, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, lights, two of them. Yeah, yeah, they pulled me over. They were interested in those plants you had. The marijuana plants. Well, no, but no. the but the van was empty by then. But there were six or eight dozen seat belted in on the right hand side. And all the <laughs> while, I get this lecture about driving, which I probably deserved. But I I knew it. But I I understand they have protocol. I keep thinking. I wonder if I could get off the hook if I gave them some donuts. You know the the thing is, police officers like donuts, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I decided to just take the fine and send the check in of what I owed. So I, I got wrote up on that one. But that's why I was wondering if you tipped the sheriff for not because I was going to tip with. But that could be 
bribing uh, uh, were you speeding or what was the what yeah was it? i was speeding oh, okay. I, I, I it was foggy i was looking for deer and i wasn't paying attention to the and it was the middle of the night i was tired and i i was only about 11 miles from home oh yeah it's one of those things so yeah so anyway i got rode up anyway are you done with your stories? I'll finish out the show. I have I mean, no other stories. You, you I'm a law-abiding excu- citizen. You can go excuse yourself and, uh, you know, go home and give Z a bath because I can finish this show out. It's my show anyway, damn it. I was going to go stare at Dee and the babes by the pool. Oh, you might get in trouble. No, from a distance. Like your, your house window or something. Oh. You want to know where I keep my binoculars? Yeah. I ain't telling you. No. Okay, so... I know a guy, he was out east delivering a Winnebago motorhome. And then he obviously pulled this little pickup along and he delivered the motorhome and then he had to drive back, back to Iowa. He was going faster than the speed limit was posted and he got pulled over and the guy, the patrolman, think it was in Maryland but I'm not sure doesn't matter it was East Coast state and the guy comes up to the window okay buddy let me see your pilot's license well this guy happened to be a private pilot so he pulled out his license and the cop just laughed and let him go Wow true story true this guy he's a friend of yours yeah Wow yeah but there's been other times where I didn't get let go, but I've never gotten in trouble as far as uh, getting my license pulled. So, and I drive 30 to 40,000 miles a year, probably since I was in my 20s. So my odds are a little bit greater, I'm guessing. But anyway, then I have the creme de la creme story. This was way back when, when I had hair. Do I need another beer? I don't know, do you? You gotta drive home. Do I need? <laughs> so so uh, it was in the wee hours of the morning. Wee hours. And uh, all of a sudden the lights are behind us. And there were six cars that inched us over to the right hand side of the road. And my buddy that was with me was sleeping we'll call it sleeping, and I pull over, and I had a car yet that had a crank, I mean, some of you listeners don't know what a crank window is, and they come up, guns drawn. Wow. And not that I'm that much of a smartass, but I really am, and I did not have any alcohol to drink and no reason to fear them. I said, wow, the inside of those gun barrels are shiny. Hands on the dash, asshole, unquote. So I put my hands on the dash. Well, then they wanted to see, they said, where were you? With some girls. Like I said, this was a long time ago. What was their address? We don't know. We followed them home from the bar, right? Right. Okay. In Maryland? No, no, no. This this was in a neighboring state. Oh, okay. No, Maryland, up. it was the pilot. Is that the guy. other story? Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Are you paying attention or are you still no. daydreaming about D over there mm-hmm. in the pool? Caught me a little bit there. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, 
put my hands on the dash. They wanted to see some ID. My buddy's still sleeping. And uh, all of a sudden, they're knocking on the window with their gun barrels on his side. He goes, now what the hell did you do? I said, just do what they say. I don't know what's going on here. So, yeah, just, just to not draw this out any further, uh, they ended up apologizing to us. There had been an armed robbery 20 minutes ago on the south side of this city, and uh, there was two guys in a maroon two-door uh, two car. Oh. Now, the kicker is I had a cast on my leg up to my hip because I broke my ankle. They kept shining a flashlight on there, and I had my crutches in the back seat. That was some wild sex of those lady friends. I'm sorry? What are you, reading into this? Weren't you, weren't you with some ladies, you said? Yeah, yeah, we were visiting. And you broke your leg? We were visiting. Oh, I broke my leg jumping out of a perfectly Oh, 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 oh I thought it was from your antics with them. No, no, Lady no, friends. No, no, no. So the interesting time, they apologized to us, and uh, they sent us on our way. But that was an interesting uh, experience because the inside of those gun barrels were shiny and they weren't messing around. And those bank robbers must have been two good-looking fellows to pull you guys over. Well, yeah, we fit the description to a T. Yeah? Only we didn't do it. One looked like Robert Redford, one George Clooney. Well, and people have called me Robert before. I just there say, you go. call me Bob. But, yeah, yeah. So so those are... Uh, those are Oh my goodness, did the time fly today? Good thing I shortened that story up. I can elaborate more if somebody wants to send me an email, edit at hallback.com. And also remember, you can sign up for daily quotes at ed at edhallback.com. Just ask me to and, uh, and send me some notes. But I do have a quote for you today because I'm trying to do better about not forgetting them. Here's the quote. Being miserable is a habit. Being happy is a habit, and the choice is yours. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of our guest, Debugger, who just popped in and now is over at the pool, and Johnny G, without Z, I'd like to thank you very much for listening. Do you have any parting words? I want to say thank you, Ed. It has been delightful. Excellent. It's always nice to be delightful. We will see you again next Monday. No, we won't see you because I have a face for radio, not TV. That's why this is audio only. And if you think you should see the monkey and Johnny G, so that's why we don't have cameras on it. Sorry, I call it like it is. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Bye-bye.